As Tim spoke to us about art and the good news of art, uh, I want to talk to you about starting that new relationship with God or taking the first step uh, towards that relationship with God. And uh, there are a lot of similarities with uh, what Tim discussed with us as we think about God. So I think Tim even mentioned it. Uh, There's something in us that's made by God to be creative. Uh, And God is the creator. So God is the ultimate one who creates. Um, The other thing as I thought about art and new things uh, preparing this talk was God, you look through the Bible and God loves new things. Um, So think about the creation at the beginning of the Bible. If you're not familiar, uh, yeah, God is the creator. He made a brand new world. Uh, We've messed up that world. Uh, And he actually wants to remake that world. He wants to remake us. Uh, we've, we've made a mess of our relationship with God. He even says in the Bible that when you become a Christian, you become a new person, you become a new creation. Uh, coming, there's a coming day where he will make all things new. Um, so God is big on uh, creating, he's big on uh, making things new. But I want to raise with you, is how, how possible is it? Um, so very similar to Tim's talk, how possible is it to, be, to become a Christian? Um, why would you consider that? Uh, and what are some of the things that stop us? Uh, how would you get started with a relationship with God? So that's where we're heading. So firstly, uh, how possible is it for you and I to become Christians? Well, do you remember the first thing that Tim said to us this morning? Tim said to us, almost everyone can be an artist. Now, what's the key word there? Almost, okay? Now, just have a look at the artworks in front of you. (laughs) Have you worked it out yet? Not everyone can be a brilliant artist, okay? Almost everyone, okay? Now, the other key word in that sentence, I reckon, is artist. Uh, An artist, it's quite a subjective term, isn't it? You've heard the phrase, you know, art is in 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 the eye of the beholder. Uh, you know, I've heard three-year-old kids called artists, okay? Um, so that's, that's where it's at with the promise of art, as good as it is. What I want to say to you this morning is uh, the, the, the news from God about relationship with God is so much better. God's promise to us is not almost everyone can become a Christian. It's actually, no, no, everyone can become a Christian or anyone could become a Christian. So that is, that is amazing news, isn't that? It's fantastic. Anyone can have a right relationship with God. Anyone can be forgiven. Uh, anyone can have that peace and certainty to know they're going to heaven. There's a beautiful word in the Bible that's, that keeps getting repeated, and it's the word for um, whoever. Whoever. Whoever comes to God will be accepted. Uh, Let me share with you a couple of verses from John's Gospel. So John was one of Jesus' closest friends. John 3.16, famous verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Whoever. Anyone that comes. Uh, A bit later in John 3.36, whoever believes in the Son, whoever believes in Jesus, will see life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life because God's anger remains on them. So really good news. And that really reflects the heart of God. 
Uh, it's great news because if you feel like you're out of relationship with God, it's, it's not from God's end. If you're feeling like I'm not connected with God, it's not because God doesn't desire a relationship. God's heart is so for us, I don't think we get that. He is so wanting relationship, not desperately, but he is the loving Heavenly Father, arms open wide to receive us, to welcome us in. There's another part of the Bible that says this, God is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. There's that word again, everyone. Repentance just means to change your mind. So hear it again. God is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to change their mind about God, to come to him. So everyone can, everyone is welcome. And so that actually means we've got a real choice too, doesn't it? Uh, it's actually puts the ball in our court, doesn't it? God's saying, I want friendship with you. I want you to come into my um, family. I want you to have heaven. Uh, my arms are open wide. What about you? How are you going to respond? Uh, the problem's with us. It's not, the problem's not with God. And it means that real choice is, is, sits, with us, sits with us. And that's been true as I've seen people over the years respond. So lots of people say yes, and, and lots of people say no. Okay? There's, a, there's a real choice to be made. Uh, if you come along to church on Sunday, you'll see a variety of people, a huge variety of people, um, some of who've, who've definitely said yes to Jesus, uh, who've been welcomed in, some who are still checking it out, uh, and perhaps you're, you've met people who've, who've actually said no at this stage uh, to God. But, in, but anyone can come. So I've seen people who are incredibly wealthy, incredibly successful in their jobs, um, have happy family life, um, come and say yes to God. I've seen people who are poorer on welfare, uh, single mums, broken families who said, yes, I want relationship with God. Uh, you can be a young adult. You can be elderly. I've seen elderly people say yes to God. I've seen people who are highly, have had a highly religious background. The church has just been part of their life for all of their life. Um, come to a point where they go, I've got to say yes to relationship with God. Um, I've seen people who've had nothing to do with church, uh, who have never read the Bible. Have, you know, coming into church is a completely foreign experience. I've seen them say yes to God. And so I think there's evidence that anyone can come because God's invitation is for whoever might respond. But why, why would you consider becoming a Christian? Uh, it's one thing that the offer is there, but why would you consider it? Uh, why might you consider becoming a Christian? Uh, Tim's given us some reasons why we might consider art. Um, and uh, according to Tim, your life will be better uh, if you do art, and that probably is true. Um, but I reckon with anything in life, it actually you've got to work out what's at stake, haven't you? If you don't become a great artist, I don't reckon there's a huge amount at stake. Um, and I think that's how you work out whether you're going to pursue it, isn't it? If there's a lot at stake, then you've actually got to get onto this. You've got to take this seri seriously. You've got to ask yourself, does this really matter? And I want to give you two reasons why uh, 
it really matters. The first one's subjective, and the, and the second one is about something outside of ourselves. So firstly, subjectively, so from ourselves, you might say it really matters as you look into your heart, because you might realise, actually, there is something missing in me. Um, that I, I'm longing for something more. Uh, I know I'm made by God for a relationship with him, but I haven't found it. I have been dissatisfied with a whole lot of other pursuits in life. Um, I have tried to fill that void, um, helpfully or unhelpfully, with other things. And so it really matters to me because I feel empty. I feel like I need that connection with God. And if you're feeling that way, it's, it's exactly what the Bible says. The Bible says God has made us for relationship with him. Uh, that was the way it was always intended. Uh, there's, a, there's a part of the Bible that says God has set eternity uh, into the hearts of mankind. There's something within us that goes, yes, there is more. There must be someone there. Um, I long for that relationship, that connection. I know there's something beyond death. Uh, I do want to be reunited with those I love. There's a whole lot of things in us that um, God has planted uh, because he's made us that way. And I reckon you see that even uh, in famous people, right? So famous uh, celebrities, very wealthy people are put up on a pedestal. We, we fall for it, don't we? We think we idolise them. They must have life together. Um, but if you listen carefully enough, so often they're saying money is not the answer. Uh, fame is not the answer. I've been through a terrible journey and, and there must be something more. Um, I don't know whether you heard Arnie Schwarzenegger's famous quote. He said, I'm no happier on 8 million than I was on 7 million. <laughs> now, it's easy for him to say that, isn't it? A lot of people would like to try it. <laughs> right? But more helpfully, the famous actor Jim Carrey said, this is a great quote. He said, I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they'd ever dreamed of so they can see that it's not the answer. Tell you what he's saying. If you could be, you think I've got it all. You think that's where life is at. I wish you could go through what I've been through. I wish you could be me and you'll realise there's got to be something more. That's not where life is at. So you might feel that subjectively. This really matters. I, I need to do something about this. Um, or objectively, outside of ourselves, I reckon it's got to do with the claims of Jesus. Uh, so we're not operating in a vacuum. God has actually done something. He's come in the person of Jesus. That's a historical event. Uh, and God calls us to respond. And there's a number of ways you can respond. You, you could say it's, it's rubbish. Uh, it's a myth. It's, it's not historical. But the claims that Jesus made are so significant, you've got to check it out. It's not a nothing. He claimed to be God. He claimed to usher you into eternal life and give you your heart's desire. He claimed that there's actually two paths and one of them is really, really bad and one of them is really, really good. I think that's worth listening to and, and working out whether it's true. Which is the same with everything in life, isn't it? You've got to work out, is it worth pursuing? Is it, how much is at stake? Uh, so... Uh, the few times that uh, our family has, a family members had to go and have surgery, um, 
I've thought to myself, it is really important to me to know that the doctor is a real surgeon. Yeah? <laughs> uh, that's important. Some people say to me, does it really matter whether Christianity is true or not, as long as it works? Well, it does work, but I think it actually matters that it's true. Just like it actually matters that the surgeon can do the job, has got the qualifications, because there's so much at stake. I don't want my family member going under and he or she doesn't know what they're doing. Jesus says some, some huge things. He says, you know, I am the truth, the way and the life. Nobody comes to God except through me. Uh, is that true? That's really, really important. Uh, the Bible says, whoever rejects the Son will not see life. Whoever accepts the Son will see life. It hangs on Jesus. That's really, really important. Uh, Jesus says some strong things. He says, if you disown me now, I will disown you then. That's really, really significant. That's really, really work worth working out whether that's true. How do I not disown Jesus now? How do I love and serve him now so that I might be with him for all eternity? And the good news is, it's something you can actually check out for yourself. We don't have to die wondering about this. We're not in ignorance about this. We can actually get some help with this. We can actually look at the facts, look at the history, look at what the Bible says. Uh, and we'd love to help you uh, to do that as well. Because there is so much at stake. It is so important uh, to get this right. Now, lastly, what, what holds people back? What have I noticed that holds people back? Well, there are a number of things that can hold you back. Um, so let me give you three quickly. I reckon one thing that holds people back, they look at Christianity and they say, I don't want to be religious. That's religion. It's lifeless. Uh, it's boring. It's irrelevant. And I don't want anything to do with it. And I think to myself, that's, that's a real tragedy because... I agree. If that is what Christianity is, if that is what church is, I don't want to be part of it either. The tragedy is that is not what Christianity is about. That's not what Jesus intended for us. Jesus intends not religion. He intends relationship with a living God. He intends to fulfill our deepest uh, desires of our heart and soul and bring us into a loving community. Uh, and usher us into eternal life. It is really, really good news. And somehow as human beings, we've made it into a religion of rule keeping and rituals and it's just awful. It's, it's slavery. And the great news is Jesus was actually really critical of religious people. Uh, he was really, really scathing against people who thought Christianity uh, coming into to fellowship with him was about rituals and rules and rule keeping. He was really angry with those people because it actually got in, it covered what Christianity was actually really about. And so don't let that picture stop you from investigating something that is really, really, really good. Second one, I reckon, is some people say, I'm not good enough to be a Christian. And that's what stops you. Um, so they say, you know, being a Christian, you've got to get past a pass mark because it is about being good, isn't it? Um, you've got to get past that 50%, and I can see that scale, and I can see I'm actually nowhere near it. And so I, I can't come to church. I can't call myself a Christian. I, can't, I've, I just can't get there. I can't meet the standard. And so the view of Christianity is, it's kind of like a performance-based religion, isn't it? You do certain things, you be certainly as good as you can, and then... Hopefully you'll get over the line. 
And again, it miss, misses what true Christianity is really about. Uh, the good news is uh, you don't have to be good enough. The good news is the Bible actually frees us. God says to us, no, no, you're not good enough. And I think as, as we're honest with ourselves, we realise that. The Bible says to us, no, no, we've actually all sinned. We've all fallen short. We're all down at the zero on the scale. doesn't matter what you've done, where, you, where you've been. Uh, and the great news is I've come to forgive you. I've come to actually offer you something that you cannot get yourself. Uh, I'm going to forgive you your sins. I'm going to pay for your sins. That's what Jesus did at the cross. And so come to me freely and be forgiven and be part of this great community. Uh, don't fall for that trap that you have to be good enough uh, because you'll never get there. Uh, that's not true Christianity. I reckon the third one uh, is people that say, uh, it, it, it sounds good, it kind of sounds true, but I'll deal with that later. Um, maybe that's you, maybe you've been putting it off. You know, life is busy. Um, later on, I'll have more time. Uh, I can deal with it then. And it's a real problem, isn't it? Uh, like any relationship, that's going to catch you out. If you say, you know, I'm really conscious of that with my kids. Um, I want to spend the time with my girls now, at their age, and build that relationship. And I'm not always successful with it, but I never want to be that dad that says, oh, we'll get to that another time. Uh, we'll do that one day. I reckon that's like that with God. It's kind of quite offensive, isn't it, to say, oh, God, I'll, I'll deal with you later. Um, I haven't got time for you now. Um, and what happens with that is that you actually never get round to it. And that's... that's really demoralizing isn't it for the child uh, dad said that we would do it and we never actually did it uh, that time never came and now the, the moment's lost and uh, it's all gone I think that's how we treat it with God it's also really risky don't you think when you're dealing with such big claims such important things to put that off um, is a risky business now, in the kindness of God, some people do put that off and I've noticed they become Christian right at the end of their life. I think that's a real testimony to God's patience, isn't it? Um, that God would um, still want to have us even though we've rejected him all of our lives. Uh, there was a couple of years ago, I think it was, there was a guy by the name of Stuart. He lived at Berkeley Vale Village. His wife um, got in touch with our church and said, my husband just wants to talk to someone about having peace with God. And I went and spoke to him a week before he died. And he knew about Christianity. He had been putting it off. And he knew it was something to do with Jesus. And he wanted forgiveness of sins. And he wanted that hope and that peace. And he received it a week before he died. I actually had to work out, how do you live as a Christian for one week of your life? Incredible. But I've also seen, sadly, more the case that when people get to their um, old age and they're on their deathbed, um, they continue, sadly, to say no. So we kind of think we'll say, we'll say yes eventually, but the reality is you may not get that opportunity. Apparently only 13% you know, of people are actually conscious on their deathbed. Only 13% of people actually might get that opportunity, and then many of those will continue to say no because they've been saying no all of their life. Uh, my great aunt was one of those. She was, she was a beautiful lady in appearance. We saw photos of her in a photo album. I think, I'm pretty sure she was Miss Queensland. She was stunningly beautiful. But inside she had this 
um, hostility towards God. And I remember when I was younger, I was in my 20s, um, naively I thought to myself, as she gets older, she will, she will soften. Uh, and I went to visit, I'd visit her and she was in her 70s or 80s and she'd, she'd keep putting off God and keep expressing that hostility towards God. Uh, and even right to the end when I visited her, uh, she said no to God. She'd had a lifetime of saying no to God and she continued to say no to God. Don't let that be you. How do we get started? Tim talked to us about how to get started in art. I reckon, let me leave you with these things uh, as, we, as we wrap up. How do you get started with God? Well, I reckon the first big thing is to realise the answer is not with you. Um, it's not about natural giftedness. In fact, naturally, we actually move away from God. We say no to God. Uh, it's not about knowledge or intellect or being good enough or being religious. Uh, it's actually about God doing something radical within us. God creating us anew. Uh, God reviving us. God transforming us. Before we get to that, some of you might want to check out the facts of Christianity uh, because it matters whether it's true or not. And so let me encourage you with those handouts on your table there. The life course is a great opportunity for you to, to check out Christianity. Is it true? And what does it mean to become a Christian? Um, so that's coming up. We're starting our sermon series this Sunday, but also a course in February. So take up that opportunity. Check it out. So check out the facts, but also call upon God. Uh, it's actually not that difficult. Uh, anyone can come to God. What you need to do is, is call upon God, say sorry to God, um, say thank you to God for sending Jesus for me, for my sins, and say, please, God, help me live your way now. So, so it's, it's those simple things. Sorry, I haven't always lived your way. Uh, thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. And please help me live your way now afresh. So as Tim encouraged us uh, to get on and do something with art, can I encourage you this morning to do something about this? Now, it's, it's, it's different for all of us, isn't it? But if, you, if you've been putting it off, talk to someone about it. Um, sign up for the life course. Um, talk to someone about calling out to God. Uh, don't let it go. Uh, participate, get involved, have a go, because um, it's so important. I'll leave it there. Thanks, Tom. Yes, thank you. Thank you.